Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. This is the explanation of Surah Al-Ghashiyah, which is chapter 88 of the Noble Quran. As to regard to the Basmala, saying Bismillah, we have explained this earlier. Then comes the first verse, Alaykum Assalam, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala, Barakatuh, and this is Hal Ataka Hadith Al-Ghashiyah. Hal Ataka Hadith Al-Ghashiyah. And the translation of the meaning of the verse is as follows. Has there come to you <coughs> the narration of the overwhelming, meaning referring to the day of resurrection? <coughs> Here the address, Hal Ataka, has there come to you and this address here is possible that it is referring to the Prophet sallallahu alone and then his ummah in the sense that his ummah follows him and it also could be possible to everyone who may receive this addressing and this exclamation here al-istifham is for something known in Arabic as at-tashwiq which means longing why it is like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah as-saf chapter 61 verse 10 ya ayyuhal ladina amanu the sentence is not uh, clear Okay, all right. Maybe now it will. Explanation, explanation of chapter eighty-eight. Understanding the Quran, explanation of chapter eighty-eight. That's the title. How it should be, if it is cut. Okay. As the saying of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we proceed. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu. Okay, alhamdulillah. يا أيها الذين آمنوا أوهو يبليذ هل أدلكم على تجارة تنجيكم من عذاب أليم So this is like tashweek, this is like longing, meaning to uh, aim at, in order to drive and motivate. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يا أيها الذين آمنوا أوهو يبليذ هل أدلكم على تجارة Shall I guide you to, trade, to a trade that will save you from a painful torment? So this is the meaning here, the meaning of tashweek. And it also could be possible that it is there for glorification, for ta'zim. Why? Because this matter is a great matter, the matter of the hereafter and the day of resurrection. Hadith al-Ghashiyah, meaning it refers to its news, its news and its narration, meaning the Ghashiyah, the overwhelming one, the overwhelming one, and that is the day of resurrection which overwhelms people because of its magnificence and its horrors and that is the day of resurrection which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about abundantly in the noble Quran and he had described by magnificent descriptions like his saying subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum inna zalzalata as-sa'ati shay'un azim يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَهَا تَدْهَلُ كُلُّ مُرْضِعَةٍ عَمَّا أَرْضَعَتْ 
وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته وتضع كل ذات حمل حملها وترى الناس سكارى وما هم بسكارى ولكن عذاب الله شديد Verily the earthquake of the hour of the day of resurrection of the day of judgment O mankind fear Allah your Lord for indeed the earthquake of the hour is a great matter يوم ترونها that day you shall see it تذهل كل مرضعة عما أرضعت every nursing mother will forget her nursing وتضع كل ذات حمل حملها and every pregnant one will drop her load and you shall see mankind as in a drunken state yet they will not be drunken but severe will be the torment of Allah but severe will be the torment of Allah So, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala divided people concerning this day into two types. The first, those whose faces the faces of all the disbelievers, the Jews and the Christians, will be humiliating on that day. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in another verse, وَتَرَاهُمْ يُعْرَضُونَ عَلَيْهَا خَاشِعِينَ مِنَ الذُّلِّ يَنْظُرُونَ مِنْ طَرْفٍ خَفِيٍّ And you will see them brought forward This is in Surah Al-Shura, chapter 42, verse 44 Allah describes them on that day And you will see them brought forward in it in hell Made humble by disgrace and looking with stealthy glance so khashi'ah here therefore means dhalila, humiliating also in the second verse Allah says wujuhun yawma'idhin khashi'ah some faces that they will be humiliated in the hellfire and this is the faces of the disbelievers as was explained then he said amilatun nasibah عَامِلَةٌ نَاصِبَةٌ meaning laboring hard on that day weary in the hereafter why it is so? why it is so? because as the ulama may Allah's mercy be upon them said that they will be charged that day to drag the chains and the fetters and to walk with that into the fire of hell just like someone like man, a person, walks into the mud so it will be really weary and in toil on that day because of the responsibility and the charge that it will be charged with because such labor, such laboring is a'adab and a'qab 
is a torment and a punishment. And it doesn't mean, as it is said by some, that it refers to the disbelievers who were lost in their in this life while they're thinking that they were doing something good. Why? It is not the case because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala restricted by saying he gave a restriction by saying meaning on that day when the overwhelming one will come and that takes place only in the hereafter so nothing has to do with the life of this world so it doesn't refer to the life of this world but rather to that overwhelming day the day of the hereafter the day of resurrection so it will be laboring because of the chains and fetters and it will be immersed in the fire of hell we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that Tasla naran hamia meaning they will enter in the hot blazing fire this blazing fire has reached the extent and intensity that it excels the fire of this life by 69 parts meaning it's 69 fold more intense in its heat compared to the entire fire that exists in this life and this tells you of its blazing and intense heat And then after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had spoken about their place, meaning they are dwelling in the fire of hell, concerning the disbelievers, then he described to us something about their food and their drinks. And he said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, تُسْقَى مِنْ عَيْنٍ آنِيَةٍ لَيْسَ لَهُمْ طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ ضَرِيعٍ لَا يُسْمِنُ وَلَا يُغْنِي مِنْ جُوعٍ They will be given to drink from a boiling spring. No food will there be for them but a poisonous, thorny plant which will neither nourish nor avail against hunger. So concerning the verse when he said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, تُسْقَى مِنْ عَيْنٍ آنِيَةٍ They will be given a drink from a boiling spring. Meaning these faces will be given that drink from a boiling spring meaning so intense in heat this is with respect to their drink despite of that this drink does not come with ease rather it comes when they when they reach a state of thirst so intense and they seek help then they will be given that sort of drink from the boiling spring as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them in another verse وَيَسْتَغِيثُ يُغَاثُ بِمَا إِن كَالْمُهْلِ يَشْوِ الْوُجُوهِ بِئْثَ الشَّرَابُ وَسَاءَتْ مُرْتَفَقَ 
as in Surah Al-Kahf, verse 29. And if they ask for help, for relief, for water, they will be granted water like boiling oil that will scald their faces. Terrible is the drink and evil dwelling and resting place. So this water, if it will be brought close to their faces, it will roast them and its flesh will fall down. And if it will enter their abdomens, their bellies, it will cut it to pieces. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this respect, in this respect وَسُقُوا مَاءً حَمِيمًا فَقَطَّعَ أَمْعَاءَهُمْ Those who shall dwell forever in the fire and be given to drink boiling water so that it cuts up their bowels. So they will not benefit from it, neither openly nor inwardly. Meaning openly, outwardly, it will not cool their faces. And inwardly it will not make them nourish. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Tusqa min aynin aniya. So this is the refuge that they sought. This is what will be given to them. So if someone says, how could this spring be in the fire of hell? Yet we know that water extinguishes fire. The answer first to that is that the metals of the hereafter cannot be comparable to that of the here of this life. This is the sun on the day of resurrection. We know from the hadith that it will come closer towards the heads of people above them to the extent of a mile distance. And this mile, this mile is either half of a finger or the mile that distance which we know of which is about one kilo and one third of a kilo almost 1.6 kilos or the like even such if the hereafter is like the this life then it will roast the people but the hereafter cannot resemble the life of this world. Also we know, for example, that people will be gathered on the day of resurrection in one place, in one plane. Some of them will be in intense darkness and others will be in light. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, نُورُهُمْ يَسْعَى بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَبِأَيْمَانِهِمْ their light will run forward before them and with records and books of deeds in their hand and their right hands. 
as in Surah Al-Tahreem, verse 8. So it will be gathered in one place and they will be sweating. Some of them, their sweat may reach all the way up to their ankles, some all the way up to their knees, and some up to the way to the lower part of their necks. them that yet still in one place so the conditions of the hereafter cannot be made comparable to that of this life this is the first part of the answer, the second part of the answer is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to do all things here we see the green leaves ignited and from it comes fire as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yaseen chapter 36 verse 80 He who produces for you fire out of the green tree when you behold you kindle them therewith so this is green moist yet if it is kindled it will, fire will come out from it hot and dry yet it is moist so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to do everything so they will be given to drink from that boiling springs as to their food Allah describes that by saying لَيْسَ لَهُمْ طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ ضَرِيعٌ لَا يُسْمِنُ وَلَا يُغْنِي مِنْ جُوعٌ no food will there be for them but a poisonous thorny plant this is Abdariyah, the poisonous thorny plant. This Bariyah, as we know it, in this life is thorny plant with great thorns in it. If it gets if it gets dry, it won't be eaten even by the cattle. However, when it's green, camels will eat it. And this is known here as Ash-Shubruq. So in the hereafter, we seek refuge in Allah from that. They will have no food except from this poisonous thorny plant. And don't think that this thorny plant, which is in the fire of hell, is like the plant we are describing in this life. It is totally, it's greatly different from this. And that's why he said, لا يسمن, It will neither nourish. So it doesn't really benefit the the, the body nor it will avail from hunger so it will not avail it so there is no good in it except there is nothing I mean yes this is a kind of plant yes there is only shawk which is thorns in it and bitterness and filthy smell which will benefit them benefit them not then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the first type of people whom he classified subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he mentioned the second type on that day, the overwhelming day. He said, 
وجوه يوم إذ الناعمة. Other faces that day will be joyful. Other day this will be joyful. لسعيها راضية لسعيها راضية glad with their endeavor في جنة عالية in a lofty paradise لا تسمع فيها لاغية where they shall neither hear harmful speech nor falsehood so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying وجوه يومئذ ناعمة No, it's different. Na'ima meaning in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon it from a surur, from joy and from abundant reward. Why it's in the joy? Because she knew it, 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 these, these, uh, those people knew while they're in the grave. Because man in the grave may receive the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the bliss and the happiness and the joy and for him a door to paradise will be open so he will receive from its bliss and its odor and smell so it is na'im <coughs> at these faces they will be joyful so it is so because of the endeavors that she had they had in the here in this life Radia, satisfied and happy, glad. Why? Because it attained this bliss and this joy. So, this is in pleasure, contrary to the the other one, the other faces, which he described Subhanahu wa Taala in the beginning being angry, unpleased as to that which is endeavored and put forward for the hereafter from their evil deeds and in a jannatin alia in a jannatin alia al jannah hiyadarun naim in in al jannah al alia al jannah darun naim which is the lofty paradise which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had prepared for those who believed him. In it, no eye has ever seen, and nor, a, nor an ear has ever heard. And no thought that has come on any heart Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَلَا تَعْلَمُ نَفْسٌ مَا أُخْفِيَ لَهُمْ مِنْ قُرَّةِ أَعْيُنٍ جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy as a reward for what they used to do 
as in Surah Al-Sajda, chapter 32, verse 17. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Mu'minun, from verse 1 all the way to verse 11, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ لِلزَّكَاةِ فَاعِلُونَ Successful indeed are the believers. Those who offer their salah with all solemnity and full submissiveness. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنِ اللَّغْوِ مُعْرِضُونَ And those who turn away from اللغو اللغو comprises dirty, false, even vain talk, evil and vain talk, falsehood and all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ لِلزَّكَاةِ فَاعِلُونَ And those who pay the zakah. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ لِفُرُوجِهِمْ حَافِظُونَ And those who guard their chastity. That is their private parts from illegal sexual acts. إِلَّا عَلَىٰ أَزْوَاجِهِمْ أَوْ مَا مَلَكَتْ أَيْمَانُهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ غَيْرُ مَلُومِينَ Except for their wives or from their wives or the slaves that their right hand possesses. For then they are free from blame. فَمَنْ ابْتَغَى وَرَاءَ ذَلِكَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْعَادُونَ But whoever seeks beyond that then are those, those are the transgressors. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ لِأَمَانَاتِهِمْ وَعَهْدِهِمْ رَاعُونَ those who are faithfully true to their amanat, meaning all the duties which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had ordained, and to their covenants, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَىٰ صَلَوَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِظُونَ And those who strictly guard their five compulsory congregational prayers at their fixed and stated times, أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْوَارِثُونَ These are indeed the inheritors. They will inherit what? الَّذِينَ يَرِثُونَ الْفِرْدَوْسَ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ who will inherit the Firdaus, which is paradise, they shall dwell therein forever. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them. So they will be in a lofty paradise. And loftiness is contrasting opposite to loneliness. So this Jannah is above the seven heavens. And we know that on the day of resurrection, the seven heavens and the earths will be totally destroyed. And nothing will remain except Al-Jannah nar except paradise and the fire of hell. So paradise is high. And the highest and the middle of it is Al-Firdaus. Is Al-Firdaus, which is above which is the Arsh of Ar-Rahman above which is the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there, in paradise, these faces, referring to those people, to believers, who attains it, لَا تَسْمَعُ فِيهَا لَاغِيَ where they shall neither hear harmful speech, nor falsehood. <coughs> all of their, that is something, all of their existing is serious. <coughs> and all of their existing is salam, is peace. Everything there makes tasbih and tahmeed and tahleel and takbir. <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inspire tasbih in them. And it wouldn't be really difficult for them. It will be very easy. And so continuously they will be in remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As well as in joy and happiness. They come to each other visiting each other in joy the comparable of which there is no comparable to that 
فيها عين جارية فيها عين جارية therein will be a running spring running spring and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarified that this spring is actually rivers as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in surah Muhammad verses verse 15 which is chapter 47 verse 15 فيها أنهار من ماء غير آسن وأنهار من لبن لم يتغير طعمه وأنهار من خمر لذة للشاربين وأنهار من عسل مصفى there will be therein all that inner cells could <coughs> now the description of paradise rather which the pious have been promised is that in it are rivers of water the taste of the taste and the smell of which are not changed rivers of milk of which the taste never changes rivers of clarified honey clear and pure therein for them is very every kind of fruit and forgiveness from their Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this Ain is running, is jari, a tajri. <coughs> it runs wherever its people wishes for it to go. Doesn't need digging and so forth. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further described it by saying, Fiha surum marfu'a wa Meaning, <coughs> therein will be thrones raised high. Wa akwabun and cups set at hand Surah Marfu'a there will be thrones raised up <coughs> they will sit on these thrones يتفكهون with joyful things هم وأزواجهم as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained in another verse هم وأزواجهم في ظلال على الأرائك متكئون <coughs> as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained in Surah Yaseen Chapter 36, verse 56 Hum wa They and their wives will be in pleasant shade Reclining on thrones Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Wa bin mawdu'a Meaning And cups set at hand Meaning they are not high above But they are close Mawdu'a lahum matasha'u sharibu so that whenever they wish they can drink from it meaning drinking from these four rivers which were mentioned in the other verse that was recited earlier وَنَمَارِقُ masfufa and cushions set in rows to climb, reclining on it on the best way so pleasant to the eye pleasant to the eye before the body enjoys it by reclining on them وَزَرَابِيُّ مَبْثُوثَةً الزَّرَابِي meaning and rich carpets rich carpets the best spread out everywhere and don't think that don't think that these thrones, these cups these cushions, these carpets don't think that they resemble that which is in this life because had they been resembling that which is in this life then we would have known about the bliss of the hereafter and its reality but rather there is no resemblance to that 
as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in the verse which we recited earlier in Surah Al-Sajda, chapter 32, verse 17, No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy as a reward for what they used to do. So there is only sharing in names. However, the realities and the essences are different. That's why Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, said, There is nothing of the hereafter of the things that we have in this life except there is only in name. Except in name only. So therefore we don't know the reality of these favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in paradise. Although we see that which resembles them in name only in this life. But there is a great and distinctive features between both that of the hereafter and that of this life. So here, inshallah, we can stop, and then inshallah we can continue tomorrow the rest of the of the surah. So we reach verse number seventeen now. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wa sallallahu ala Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.